Hey guys, welcome to episode 5 of Intuitive Bites. Today I have a really special episode for you because I'm talking with Lindy Cohen, who is an Australian dietitian known as the Nude Nutritionist. And this is the first episode in the series that I'm going to be having talking with a bunch of different uh, non-diet professionals. And I'm really excited about it. Um, This episode today is fantastic. Lindy has such a way with words, and uh, I think you're really, really going to love her. Um, So just to give you a little bit of background on Lindy, so she is a regular on Australian Breakfast TV. Um, She has a website where she blogs at lindycohen.com. And you can also find her on Instagram, um, which is the... Uh, It's actually just nude underscore nutritionist, Um, so you can find her there. Um, Lindy is part of the non-diet approach. She really, really promotes eating intuitively, loving your body, you know, body acceptance. She's the founder of the Keep It Real program, which helps people to um, who find it hard to eat healthy without obsessing over food uh, and who struggle with emotional and binge eating. And really, really exciting, Lindy has a book coming out in January of 2019. Um, So definitely something um, that you want to look out for. Um, So definitely go follow Lindy on Instagram, check out her blog, all of that. Uh, I think you're really, really going to love the conversation we have today. Uh, Before we dive in there, a couple of announcements. So You've probably heard me talking about um, this Introduction to Intuitive Eating course that I have out. Um, It is perfect for just really those who are new to intuitive eating, who've kind of heard about it or interested in it, think it sounds like really cool, but don't know the details yet. Um, I really dive into each of the principles and talk about those. And then I have quizzes and assessments um, where you can kind of see how you're, um, you know, really absorbing this information. Um, there's PowerPoints and and all sorts of stuff included. Um, So if you're interested in the course or if you have questions about it, um, you can definitely reach out to me and ask questions. Um, My email address is theintuitiverd at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can go ahead and and look into it and sign up for it. So the way to sign up is through the link in my bio section of my Instagram. So uh, first of all, if you're not following me on Instagram, my handle there is at theintuitiverd, and it's actually at theintuitive underscore rd. Um, So if you go there, you go to my bio, um, and you click on the link, it'll bring you to my link tree. And I I believe the first link in there um, gives you the sign up link for the Introduction to Intuitive Eating course. Um, So that would be, that's great if, you know, it's a great resource if, uh, if that interests you. Uh, And then another thing to note, which you've also heard me say before, um, it really, really does make a huge difference um, if you take the time to write a review uh, of the podcast on iTunes. Um, Even just a couple quick words, um, it means so much to me and it really does make a difference um, in terms of getting this podcast out to more people. Um, Or if you don't have the time to do that, just clicking the little stars and, um, you know, clicking and rating uh, on iTunes is also very helpful. Um, And also subscribing to the the podcast is super great as well. Um, And that will just allow you to, you know, when you open up iTunes or your podcast, um, you'll be able to see the new episodes coming out. So that'll be a great way to to keep up with, with the podcast. All right, so with all of that said, um, let's go ahead and jump into the conversation with Lindy Cohen. 
Hi, Lindy. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. And I'm all the way in Berlin at the moment <laughs> and we've managed to tee this up quite perfectly. I know. It's great. I know. It's a little early for me over here, but I like to get this day started early. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that we could uh, connect and do this. Yeah. So I, the topic that we're going to talk about today um, is basically why intuitive eating is not letting yourself go or like throwing in the towel, um, kind of this idea. Uh, I talk a lot on my podcast about some of these myths around intuitive eating, but this is one I haven't touched on yet. So I'm kind of excited to jump in and talk about it a bit more. Um, what I'd love to start before we even get into that is um, kind of break down the, the topic of what non-diet really means, um, because I feel like this is something that might come up. Um, yeah, so I guess I'd just love to get your ideas on like, what, what does non-diet mean? Like, how does it really break down at its core? Hmm, it's a great question. It's a great question. I think, I mean, by, based on the name, we can kind of guess what non-dieting means. It's, it's the opposite of dieting. It's not restriction. It's not depriving ourselves. And instead, just tuning into our own body and going, hey, body, how can you guide me to eat healthily? I mean, people have been eating for centuries, for as, as long as humans have been alive, they've been knowing quite intuitively how to feed themselves. So, I mean, for me, non-dieting is getting back to that. What makes non-dieting really challenging is that there are so many diets and, and most are easy to spot, but at the moment, there's a lot of diets that are really a bit in disguise. They're, they're, they, you know, if you don't know how to spot them, you're, you can easily think you're not dieting, but actually be on a diet. So people often say to me, oh, you know, Lindy, I'm not dieting, I'm just trying to be good. Or, um, you know, I'm not dieting, I'm just not eating um, this, 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 and this. And, 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 you know, if you look at it, no, that it doesn't, so it doesn't actually have the word diet in it. But all those, those ways of eating are just another form of restriction and deprivation to try and control how you eat. So, um, you know, non-dieting for me is stepping away from all that restriction. And even if it's not called a diet, it's just, you know, going back to what your body wants you to be eating as opposed to whatever the magazines or Instagram is telling you to be eating at the time. I, I love that. Yeah. Cause I, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about how like before I got into this whole non-diet world and intuitive eating world and all that, I was kind of the type of person that was like, oh yeah, you know, diets are bad. Don't do diets. They don't work. Like, no diets don't absolutely don't work, but it's like all of this tiny little nuance. And like you said, like, oh, but I don't eat this. And oh, you know, I shouldn't have that. Like those things still linger and we don't always associate them with quote unquote dieting, you know, Spot on. and, and you know, there are things like food rules that people don't even know that they have like things like have breakfast. It's the most important meal of the day. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's a kind of dieting rule wrapped up as healthy eating or have six more meals a day to keep your metabolism going. So, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, to work out all these little things that are impacting on why you're eating the food you're eating. Um, Oh, and that, that's what makes non-dieting exciting and fun. And yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Um, so let's, let's dive in a little bit. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the idea of, you know, non-diet being equivalent or comparable to like letting yourself go or throwing in the towel. Like, what do you think of this, this concept and this idea and how can we kind of break that down for people? 
Yeah, I, this is a concept I hear really often. It's, it's the person going, hey, Lindy, I get that I, I want to love my body. I want to eat intuitively, but I'm desperate to lose weight. And this is, I've been wanting to lose weight my entire life. I am not willing to go down a pathway which is maybe going to make me gain weight, that is going to make me um, have to give up on my aspirations. And if I embrace non-dieting, if I do accept and love my body, does that mean that I'm suddenly going to um, be out of control with food and, um, and, yeah, and gain the weight that I'm so scared of gaining? And what I've found is, A, this is a really big barrier. But B, when people actually start intuitive eating, when they start loving their body, the opposite is, is true. So when you are an intuitive eater, when you love your body, you respect your body. You start doing things because of health, because it feels good, because that's what you want to do. Instead of doing things for punishing yourself for eating um, or because you feel like you have to. And so the whole motivation shifts. So instead of feeling like you're controlled by food, you start gaining control and it comes from a very natural place. And, and, you know, I think, I think it's really important that we're, we're, we're responding to these people who go, I am desperate to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, we, non-dieting is not used for weight loss. That is really important. Um, but it's used for being healthy. And sometimes the side effect of moving toward a healthier lifestyle may mean you lose weight and sometimes it doesn't. But what I can absolutely assure people of is that when you go towards non-dieting, you are happier, you are healthier, you feel good in your body. And when you feel good in your body, you're so much more inclined to want to eat healthily and to exercise. And it becomes so much more natural and intuitive and it stops being such a struggle. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think there's a yeah, there's a, it's, it's a big myth that that um, <laughs> that you're kind of letting go um, by becoming a non-dieter. Yeah, and you made you made me kind of think of something there, like basically that you know, there's no guarantee that you know when you start this journey um, and start eating more intuitively and moving more intuitively that you there's no guarantee that you would lose weight, um, and there's there's no guarantee you'd gain weight or really anything. It's, there's no guarantee about anything with your weight other than that you will find stability, you know, like there, cause I think that there's a fear that, you know, I'm just going to be out of control and gain and gain and gain. And I'm never going to, you know, I'm just going to never stop gaining. And I think that one thing that you could be sure of is that when you really do settle into this stuff, you will find that stable set point weight that is right for your body when you're living that way. Exactly, exactly. But to, and, and to get there, mm-hmm. it really requires you shifting away from going, all right, I'm going to stop trying to lose weight. This thing I've been pursuing for mm-hmm. years or decades or however long people have been trying to lose weight. And, and it's, it feels scary to go, actually, I'm going to move aside from that and try something completely different. And, um, you know, what I love to say to people is if you've been doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome, it's kind of the, it's the definition of insanity. <laughs> if you want to have a different relationship with your body, if you want to feel differently and potentially if you want to, um, yeah, feel differently in your body, then you need to use a different approach. What I find really interesting is how, we've become, we somehow think that becoming more interested in nutrition, reading up about nutrition, um, thinking about food all the time, which is what happens when you end up dieting, is going to help us lose weight or, or, or be healthier. And yet it's, it's so crazy to think. Anytime that, you know, if I say, oh, I, I, I can't eat something, I, I'm suddenly, I can't stop thinking about that food. And so I also think it's really interesting that happens when 
when you stop focusing on weight loss, you almost let go of that nutritionism overload that keeps your brain preoccupied with good, bad, allowed, not allowed. And then you're actually able to come back into your body. So, so many people who start this non-dieting approach, um, I think it's really important as well to kind of <laughs> detox from <laughs> all the nutrition overload, whether it's from social media or bikini bodies or whatever it is, all the stimulus that's coming into your brain telling you that you need to lose weight, that you need to eat certain foods because all that is doing is clouding your brain and making it harder for you to really come in and eat intuitively. And I think it's really important to fill your, your life with so many other bigger, greater things other than just food and then let food become simple and easy again. Yeah, I, I love that so much. I completely agree. I just read an article or like a journal article recently about that concept of like nutritionism and just how like we're so obsessed with these, the numbers and breaking food down into these like tiny little components that we can't even see. And it's like, it just completely takes us out of our bodies. And like you're saying, like it takes us to this place where food becomes this thing that we have to research for 75% of our day. <laughs> so we're, ne we're never even like living the rest of our life because we have to like quote unquote perfect the nutrient content that we're taking in. You know, it's just, it's really interesting. It's a totally, it's super ironic, actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I, th I think about the times when I've been the most relaxed around food, around my body, and typically it's the times in my life where I've got so many other exciting things going on that food just falls into place and it's just something that's happening, whether I'm traveling and you, know, you don't have to go to work each day and hear people talking about their diets or um, how someone's lost weight, and you, you're not you're a victim of that anymore. Um, it was really interesting when I was at university um, studying nutrition dietetics. We're a class of people who love food. And one of my friends, she said, I've only got one rule is when we're out, when we're having lunch and when we're hanging out together, we're not really, let's not talk about food. Let's make that the one time where we talk about other things other than food. Our whole lives are around food at the moment. <laughs> and it was probably the best thing that could have happened. Um, and, you know, sometimes there are people in your life who, who go on about nutrition and food and it's, it's the topics that you talk about. Um, and I think sometimes, sometimes those can be triggers. Um, sometimes it can be helpful, but sometimes it can also be triggers. Mm -hmm. I like that rule. I really do. Like taking like, like, let's just like enjoy each other's company and take food off the table for once. Cause I can totally relate to that. You know, times when it was just like everything in and out of the classroom was about food and nutrition and, and all of this stuff. That's, I really like that. She said that. That's it. That's, That's it. great. Um, so another thing I was thinking of with this, this idea of like, you know, being afraid of letting yourself go by, by pursuing intuitive eating. I was thinking about how it's really rooted in a fear of, you know, what other people are going to think and like not being accepted by other people. And like, what is someone going to think if they see me in a couple of months and I've gained a few pounds or I'm not obsessed about what I'm eating? So yeah. So what do you think on your, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like of moving past, like what, what others are going to think of you during this journey? You're spot on. This is such a crucial part about this because we have these social norms about what's acceptable to, to say and how to eat. And, um, and there are things that you're not meant to do. And, and, you know, to have someone be on a diet is really socially acceptable. So when you start stepping outside of the norm, I know that you, you do start getting questions from people going, well, why are you eating like that? Or 
Um, I thought you were watching your weight. Why are you having that cake? Um, and I think what's really important is if you're in that situation um, to identify if there are people around you who, who may be trying to support you to be healthier, um, but they're still stuck in, in dieting mentality land. And it's almost about bringing them along on the journey. So, you know, for me, I'll, I'll tell you a personal story. Growing up, I, um, I was sent to my first nutritionist when I was 11, my second nutritionist by the time I was 15, my third by the time I was 17. My parents always trying to help me be healthy. They were trying to help me lose weight, which was my obsession at the time. And so they were always trying to, you know, should you be eating that? And um, kind of really concerned about my weight. And it was really important when I started learning about non-dieting that I realized that some of these comments weren't helping. They were rooted in, in, in dieting culture and that they triggered me to actually end up overeating and um, feel really badly about my body. Now, I think we might have friends who, um, who you know, they're obsessed with their weight and, you know, you walk along the street and they'll comment on a celebrity's body or someone in front of you and their body. And I think it's really important that you're identifying those people in your life and, and you can have a conversation with them and go, hey, do you know what? Like, I'm just trying this new thing where um, you know, I'm, I'm not dieting anymore and I'm just intuitive eating. You can explain you know, how hunger works and all those kind of bas basics around it. And would you mind not making comments about weight? And what I found is, is doing this, A, it totally does work. People do get it, but it does take a few reminders for people to actually absorb that idea um, because they do fall back into old patterns and think that, hey, maybe that, that time you told them was a once-off. So if you do have people in your life, I think it's important to talk to them and then remind them. Anytime that they kind of go, oh, should you be eating that? And then you come back in with going, hey, this is actually my body or, you know, this is something else that I'm trying. I'd really love your support. I'm really bringing them along that journey to try and support you. Um, the other thing is, yes, um, people, <laughs> people might notice when your body changes, but they actually don't care as much as we think they care. I mean, most people are pretty um, locked into their own world and what's happening for them that um, it's amazing how much, you know, you don't need to worry about them. And if you have been living your whole life worried about how other people are going to react to your body, then I suggest you try the opposite of what you've been trying um, and maybe you'll get different results. So just trying to, to live in your body for yourself and see whether or not that gets you somewhere better than the place you've been before. Oh, I like that. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, when you start, the journey and and trying to do this whole body acceptance thing like when you have more acceptance for your body you're naturally going to care less about what other people are thinking of your body and one thing that like i i think was sort of helpful to think about too is like even if somebody was judging my body and thinking about how it changed or whatever um that would kind of be their own thing. Like that would be, cause like when I have judged other people's bodies or whatever, it's about me. It's about my own like internalized fat phobia or, you know, my personal struggle that I'm kind of projecting onto them. So for me, if I can think about that, like, okay, even if that person's judging me for gaining a couple pounds, like it's really their own, their own struggle. And I, as long as I am accepting of myself and I'm working on this, like it's all good.
Spot on, spot on. And you're so right. The more you love your body, the less judgmental you become of others. And you realize that not everyone is judging everyone else's bodies. There's only the people who are quite deeply into it um, who are looking at those things. So, you know, just by doing whatever you want, living your own life, you step away from that body judgment. And, and what's interesting is I don't think you think about it nearly as much. You know, once you take that leap, you know, and the first time you kind of go, you know, I'm not going to care. It's scary, but it gets easier and easier the less you care and the more you practice not caring. Um, and you realize that nothing actually happens. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, Lindy, I have a question for you. So, is regarding like your own personal journey, like, do you feel like there was a time um, that you really did struggle with this idea of like being worried what other people were going to think of you um, when you gave up dieting? Like, can you think of a, a time that that was really a struggle for you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it was, um, it was, it was scary for me at the time to kind of go, I'm, I'm, going to for the first time in my life not pursue weight loss and what would the people around me think what would my family think um what would my friends think um I, you know there was there was a whole I, i'd say a few months where it was a bit of a a struggle as i try to find my own feet but as you dive into intuitive eating i think you learn about how how simple it is, how, how much it makes sense. And once you start explaining to people, you know, it's about listening to my hunger and getting back in tune with my appetite, then people do slowly start to get it. And whether or not they choose to come along fully for the ride, that's, that's up to them. Um, I, I, I found that it was kind of a thing. Yeah. I found out about intuitive eating or I got to say about 10 years ago now when it was really just coming out and beginning and it was a really much a foreign concept. Um, so there was quite a bit of resistance to it. And also considering I was already a dietitian by the time that I learned about intuitive eating, um, I was, yeah, I, I was really deeply unhappy with my body. One, once I graduated, I decided that I couldn't actually go into practice, practicing the way that I'd been taught at university or the way I was taught when I was a teenager being sent off to dietitians and nutritionists. Um, and so I needed to start practicing really di differently in my, in my practice. And, um, it was, it was hard and scary, but it was, it was worth it. How did you, I'm just curious, like, how did you come to find intuitive eating and like, what was that like for you? Cause I, I really resonate, like I relate to what you're saying where like, you know, you grew up with kind of these like, um, food issues and body image issues and trying to control, control, control your weight and your food. And then going off to like this, you know, <laughs> university or college where you're um, learning to even restrict more and like control more and really trying to like perfect that. And then like afterward kind of being like, oh, well, wait, this doesn't really like work for me. I don't really want to, to, you know, pr uh, bring this message along with me. So like, where did that shift come for you? Like, how did that happen? Ah, oh, yeah, that's, a, <laughs> it's a good one. I mean, and also it was, it, yeah, as I said, it was really early on in the piece. So um, I didn't even have any resources and, and know how to start practicing, practicing this and how do I start teaching this concept? And, and it's so new to me at the time. So um, who am I to start you know, teaching it? Um, 
you know, there were some really key, key books. Um, you know, Linda Bacon had released um, Health is Not a Size, There's If Not Dieting by Dr. Rick Kalsman. So these are two, like, really essential books that I read that really helped me. Um, Fiona Willer, she's an Australian dietitian. Yeah. She released something which is, I think, I'm not going to get the name right, but it's like a handbook for um, dietitians practicing the non-dieting approach. So she basically gave you step-by-step, you know, tools for how to teach this approach. And suddenly I could see how it could all fit together. And as I'm learning the curriculum, I'm noticing my resistance points along the way, you know, okay, so you're not meant to weigh clients. And I remember going, what? That just at that time when I had just come out of uni, that was such a foreign concept, you know, how am I really meant to understand health? And, you know, you know, very shortly afterwards, I dive in and understand why it was really not important to weigh mm-hmm. clients. Um, and, and, you know, what was really amazing for me is when I started teaching this to clients and I saw that light bulb moment for them where they kind of go, oh, that is so simple. That is life changing. Um, that makes my life so easy instead of, you know, previously where you see clients and they come in week after week and it's the same struggle and it's like, you're not getting anywhere as a dietitian that was so frustrating. Um, so you know, finally to have a strategy that works, that gets people to be healthier and happier was so essential for me. Um, yeah. That's amazing. It's life-changing for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so I want to, I want to kind of wrap up this conversation, but before we do that, I want to ask like, what would you say to somebody who is in this mindset of, you know, I, I like the idea of intuitive eating, but I, I feel like I'm just giving up and letting go on my health and, and all of that. Like, what would you say to that person? Yeah, I would say what you're actually going to find is when you are an intuitive eater, when you stop dieting, you're going to find it much easier to look after your body. You're going to actually get to a place where you respect your body. You do things because, you know, you'll exercise because it's enjoyable, because it makes you happy, because it makes you feel good instead of doing it for punishment. And in the, over the long term, those reasons are going to keep you motivated much more than a number on the scale or um, burning off a certain amount of calories. It's kind of mind boggling. In fact, the way that you exercise even changes, you know, you move away from, I find, um, exercise that that feels painful exercise that um, you you don't want to do and getting up to exercise feels fun because maybe it's, you know, one day it's really nice walk and it just feels really good. Um, so that is something that exercise changes. The other thing is eating changes because the high, the whole dialogue in your head changes. First up, you don't think about food as much, which gives you so much bandwidth for all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you're not constantly thinking about food, you're not going, oh, can I, should I, shouldn't I? Um, emotional eating is not something that you really have to struggle with once you're really um, practicing for a while. Um, and so what is so interesting to me is that when you stop dieting, when you embrace intuitive eating, looking after your body is so much easier. It is certainly not giving up. If anything, it's really investing in your health. And the only thing that you need to give up is restriction and control. Um, you know, I find it really interesting that um, only by giving up control over food can you regain control. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's an, you know, a really strange idea, 
but um, practice it for a few months and see how you go. Um, because the alternative is you stay stuck in the same cycle that you've been in for years and years, not getting anywhere. So it's worthwhile just giving it a go. And you know, if you don't like intuitive eating, you can always go back to dieting. It's always going to be there. Um, but, but you know, you don't have much to lose, but you've got a heck of a lot to gain. Oh, you said that so beautifully. I love that. What a great note to end on. Thank you so much, Lindy, for, for joining me on this today. This was great. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so uh, much for having me. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. So that is the show for today. Um, like I said, go check out Lindy Cohen on Instagram. Her handle is nude underscore nutritionist. Or check her out on her website, uh, which is lindycohen.com. Um, she's got a, a lot of great stuff on there, including her um, Keep It Real program. Uh, so yeah, and keep, look out for some new episodes coming out that are similar to this one. Um, I'm going to be talking to a lot of different non-diet professionals who just have really so much to say, so much to offer. Um, and I'm going to keep the episodes short, to the point, um, just like this one, really just focused on one specific topic um, and you know, lasting about 20 or 30 minutes. So you guys can really just get that little bite of information and um, hear from these really awesome professionals. Um, so share this episode if you found it helpful. Um, you, know, you can share it on, on social media or just tell people about it. Um, that would be fantastic. And yeah, so that's really it for today, guys. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.